When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a show in season three. If you didn't know, we included the Dean. Wiggler and Jazz, here till it ends. Meet up to pass or fail, Dean Dale with all of our friends. The brightest timeline's here to shine the way. Community building is here to stay. Yeah, that's right, everybody. It's community building here on Post Show Recaps, talking season three. Episode 8 of Community Documentary Filmmaking Redux. I'm Josh Wiggler. I am joined here by Jess Sterling, who is the star of that podcast called... Uh, What's the name of it? IMDb. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Community Building. I'm a silly goose. Hong Kong. Deanly oh, do. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Jess, the bald cap is a choice that you're wearing here today. Uh, I, yeah, I had to a do decision it. Decision that you made. I had to do it. I had to come in character. How long have you been wearing that for? Twelve days. Um, yeah, it's about twelve days. I don't know if I have any hair underneath it, and my whole head is sweating. Oh my gosh! Well, so that's... you're not changing. You shaved beforehand. <laughs> No, no. Well, coming in with the blonde wig who you have just heard. I'm so excited about this. This is a dear friend of mine who I've known since Mike. When we, how old were we probably? Uh, I was, uh, we I was were tiny a, tots, tiny tots. I was 11, you were 12. You would, you would have been an oh intern. I was a junior uh, at, at our summer camp in uh, in cozy upstate New York. Scatico shout out. Really pumped. For boys to have for my- girls. Yes, for boys and for girls. I'm very, very excited to have this guy here on the podcast. Uh, a writer, uh, a comedian, a delight. 
Mike Heller joining us Go to on. talk about documentary filmmaking redux. I'm super excited to get into this. I'm a huge community fan. I love it so much, so deeply. Um, and this one, man, well, we, this one really we, exposes the, the entertainment industry at large. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, this is important to get into because, Mike, we've known each other for a really, really long time. Um, you you lived out in, in L.A., lived that Hollywood life for uh, quite a while. A yeah, like almost plus, 14 easy. years. Yeah. That long? Yeah, forever. Like, I, yeah. I lived a whole lifetime out there. Yeah. And that's was why I'm that? so laid back and cool. Yeah, very chill. I'm not, Did you I'm like not it? at all. <laughs> was it fun? Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah, I love it. I miss it so much. I mean, uh, you know, I, the whole family's back here, back east. Yeah. Um, there's people like you, Josh Wiggler, yes. who I just miss desperately. Yes. Uh, so, you know, we came out here. I got I got a job uh, about a year and a half ago. I moved back out here. And uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm living that East Coast life now. Yeah. Jess I guess to be my anxious, neurotic yeah. self. Yes. Oh, welcome. Yes. Welcome to the anxiety party, baby. That's we what got that. Yeah. Everyone just breathe. I know it's very hard. <laughs> I to, can't. If you can't just let I don't know out. how. <sighs> deep breaths, deep breaths. Well, Mike, I'm really glad that you were able to pinch hit for Luis Guzman, who uh, canceled last minute to appear as our guest on this episode of the podcast. Thank you for your flexibility. Yeah, not as good. I'm sliding in there. Yeah. I'm not Guzman level. Yes. No. No, but who is among us, Jess? No. Jess, who is the Luis Guzman of post-show recaps? Do we have one? I don't think so. Um, there really is no Luis Guzman other than Luis It's going to be me. I'm going <laughs> to be the Luis Guzman. <laughs> <laughs> if Mike Heller does not walk away from this podcast as the Luis Guzman of post-show recaps, then we did not do our jobs right. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to call that Guzmaning now, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guzmaning uh, is definitely going to be part of the lexicon here. I, uh, gosh, I loved this episode very, very much uh, watching it today. I think I hopped off the episode about 10 minutes before the podcast, Jess. Wow. And like, um, I've been in like a game of highs and lows the last few yeah. weeks, haven't I? Yeah. Uh, but that's yeah. this that's this season, right? Like we said this before, season 3 has some really stellar episodes, but it's it's not as consistently good as season 2 is. And so you're going to feel that roller coaster energy throughout this season. But I'm happy you liked this one. I kind of thought you I loved would. It. Yeah. Um, I would just did the lazy thing silly. and just gave it a full 4. I gave it four uh, cools cuz I'm a lazy person. Uh, but I couldn't like do decimals on how much I loved this one. I thought it was really 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 tremendous. I didn't even know you could give it decimals. I gave it cool, you, cool, cools. You can do decimals, Mike. It's not too late if you want to decimal it up. Yeah, I mean, sure. I'll, I'll give it a three. Just don't go to like the hundredth or the thousandth or Jess will explode on the podcast. Uh, as our script supervisor, that's going to be it's too much be for her to track. 3.333 3, 3 repeating. Oh, a nice slice of pie. Have we done that before? Um, have we had a, have we had a, uh, oh, that's not a slice of pie. God, this is what it's I get. It's not at all. Doing four is pie. Podcast. What are you You're doing? doing oh, what are you doing? You're just hungry right now. Get me that's out. Get me out of here. Oh, <laughs> no. It's not good. There's no escape uh, now. Yeah, you could do the, you could do the repeater. I think you could do the repeater. I think there's no reason that you can't. Uh, so yeah. let's, let's toss that in there. Just I to be, just be a jerk. I love it. No, well, just to emphasize season three, 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 three. Yeah, I like that Mike, a lot. Mm -hmm. Mike, 
Mike, as a as a community person, were you watching it while it was airing? And to Jess's point earlier, do you have a, a strong take on like season two versus season three? I think season two seems to be like the consensus favorite. I think that there are some arguments in favor of three as the as the better of the two. Just sort of broad strokes wise, your your community vibes. Well, uh, I'll say this right. Like I, I like uh, I think. Jess is right. I think season two is the strongest season. Season three, though, the, and this is the reason why I love Community, is that it takes huge swings, right? And then uh, season three is full of these format-bending episodes, uh, including this one. Um, but uh, I, I, I know you're watching along, so I'm not going to spoil yeah, what's yeah. coming up. But, but uh, uh, there's a lot of different genres they cover here, a lot of big swings. And uh, that's why I love community. And look, some of them don't land. Um, but like, I like that they're taking those shots and it's exciting, you know, and um, it's, it's fun to watch. Do we, um, Jess, is there like any backstory as to why we end up with another documentary filmmaking episode? Had it just been a while? I think it's one of those things that are like, while. well, it worked the first time, so let's just do it again. And I think like having Abed be behind the camera and documenting something usually turns out well. Um, I don't know specifically if they talked. I don't think they talked on the commentary about like why they did a second one. Uh. Um, but I, I like it. I mean, I don't know. I think I would still put the Pierce documentary above this one if yeah. I was choosing favorites, but I do think this one is really strong and it's because it, it goes there. It's so zany. Like they're not afraid to do wild things with this show. Yeah. Um, did you, uh, did you guys see the heart of darkness documentary? No, I didn't. Okay. Cause, cause that is the reference point for this show, like the, for this episode. And um, so heart of darkness, just for context uh, is a documentary about Apocalypse Now. Yes. Uh, and uh, it documents uh, Francis Ford Coppola's descent into madness and how <laughs> huge of a shit show Apocalypse Now was to produce. Yeah. Like, a uh, total disaster. And, like, they keep saying Heart of Darkness is better than Apocalypse Now, and it's, like, the truth for sure. Wow. And so I think that, like, that that touchstone of it and like understanding the context of it makes, I think it elevates this episode to So I encourage any of your listeners, if you guys like this episode, did not see heart of darkness, watch that documentary. It's so good and so fascinating and such a train wreck. Uh, and Jess, like really we do a, a heart of darkness bonus episode or uh, Mike will be very tonally inconsistent with community. I love it. Yeah, it's gonna be you're gonna be horrified. It's like not ha ha. It's like <laughs> heart of deanness. Yeah, I, I like know. that a lot. Yeah, I'm not so sure. Uh, I I feel ashamed of never. I love Apocalypse Now. I I don't think I even knew that there was a documentary that had been made. Oh about man, it. what okay. a mess. Oh, it's gosh. great. Um, Mike, did you uh, have you done any documentary work in your Hollywood travails? <laughs> uh yeah you know uh i did well I, not like documentary documentary i've done some like unscripted like yep. reality type stuff and you know i've pitched more of like docu follow series so like i've actually gone out and like done interviews and like shot some verite for like sizzle reels and stuff like that um i've never actually worked on a documentary feature um but yeah i have like a little bit of that experience under the belt yeah Jess, how about yourself? Have you ever worked on a documentary film? No. <laughs> Not even close. No. Would you, would you want to? Um, 
I don't think I'm cut out for that industry. You don't think that you're cut out to do a documentary? I feel like you would be very good at a documentary. Why? I, I feel like I feel like you'd ask the right questions. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like you would uh, you would uh, establish strong rapport with your with your uh, documentary subject. Yeah, and then you I, use I think... that trust to crush them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it would be. I'm someone who like. I think you could be I'm stealthily a... vicious. So. Yeah, like I'm like <laughs> very stealthily vicious. I think yeah. that's true. Yeah. I think that it's the problem is that like I go full tilt, right? Like there is no like there is no like halfway dunking my toes into something it's just like jump full in and that's yeah. the scary part because it's all consuming yeah yeah so you don't you don't have room for like the documentary pool right now you're like all pooled out i'm trying to keep <laughs> what you said dunking in so i'm just trying to keep it with the swimming pool <laughs> yes. metaphor unless but- it wasn't a pool i don't know what you jumped into <laughs> I, mean, I, could, I would i would most likely jump into like a lake i guess but okay. like, yeah all sure right. it's just the one lake I mm-hmm. think also, though, that it's interesting you said all-consuming because that is exactly the issue in this episode. Oh, just to yeah. bring it back. Like, that is top to bottom. Like, I think any kind of, like, show or movie you're working on, it's all-consuming, and yes. that is the point. Like, this really, this episode hits home for me. Yes. Um, in a real a, way. I, I, I laughed really hard throughout this episode. I thought it was hysterical. I thought it was like excellently written. Uh, the jokes were performed flawlessly, but I also felt seen in a terrifying way. Uh, <laughs> yes. as, like, as someone who is, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of hours of podcasts I've made at this point, yeah. uh, and like some more lovingly crafted than others, but mm-hmm. certainly like, uh, I have found myself in the like the pulling my hair out to Dean Pelton status, uh, you know, uh, you know, some some of those vibes along the way. Uh, so I know what it feels like to be like, you know, grossly over at least time budget, if not literal budget and feeling like I've lost the plot on the thing. And it's totally morphed into something completely out of control. Uh, and I have not yet gotten to the point where I've just like taken all of my clothes off, burned them, and rubbed the ashes <laughs> on my body. <laughs> not be far away. <laughs> but hey, if you do, just remember to film it so we can all watch it. Yeah, yeah. You that's, never, that, yeah. that's an add-on to this podcast, right? Yeah. You're going to shoot that and put it up on mm-hmm. the web. I don't know about my podcast, but I know how yours ends. <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll set that up. Uh, All right, well, we'll talk about all of the things that happen in this episode. Of course, we'll have feedback as well. You can always send that in, community at postshowrecaps.com. You can hang out with us in the patron Discord as well. If you go to patreon.com slash postshowrecaps, you also get episodes of Community Building a couple days earlier if you're a patron of postshowrecaps, if that sounds fun to you. We're going to toss it to a quick commercial break here. When we come back, it's all documentary filmmaking all the time. Stay tuned. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Okay, and we are back talking documentary filmmaking, Redux, directed by Joe Russo, uh, written by Dan Harmon and Megan Gans. Uh, Originally, November 17th, 2011 was the air date. Uh, And uh, I was very thrown off by how this one began. uh, Yeah. You know, the the setting of Greendale, it's a commercial, clearly, and every single person is totally different than anyone we have seen on the show before. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I was like, okay, what are we, what are we in for at this one? Yeah. We're in a very eighties style commercial of Greendale. I I love the ending of go Greendale, go Greendale, go. You Mm -hmm. can, you can submit your application by fax. Yeah. Uh, Go Greendale, go Greendale, go seems a little like ninja rap adjacent. Yes. That would, that, that whole beginning is my heart's song. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that's uh i grew up in that era and i just like i felt like okay i'm i'm gonna be taken care of now yeah mm-hmm. i feel, the hat I feel like with I, the flower that the girl was wearing it was oh, it yeah. was all so much i was swaddling in that like mini dunk with a uh-huh. thumb up that everybody all like mimicked at the end like yeah. oh god it's so good yeah that yeah. guy is so good yes uh and so yeah, the dean is just like listen this is our current commercial um we and and pierce is just like oh yeah i've seen that during late night marathons of fantasy island mm-hmm. and he's like yeah that's that's on purpose we put it out at that time on purpose but now he has a budget of two thousand dollars to update the commercial uh mike how far can two thousand dollars get you in a situation like this i mean look if if uh if Pelton was was doing it the way he was originally gonna do it he probably would have been fine i mean that's mm-hmm. just like you know but yeah, two thousand doesn't go far when you're uh, converting the entire school into a into a commercial set. He so. enters like his uh, uh, stage of lunacy fairly under budget. I feel like uh, so he was doing all right for a minute there. 
Yeah, and until Guzman shows up. And that's that's also Guzmaning. Yeah. We have a thread of Guzmaning here. There's a lot yeah. of different yeah. terminology. Guzmaning is, I do think, it's like uh, Britta-ing, yeah. but it has like 20 meanings. Yeah, it's yeah, kind right. of, you know, sort of like uh, it hits you in the, you know, Guzmaning meets you where you are, Jess. Yeah. Uh, as we like yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and so the Dean is just like, uh, oh, we get Troy saying that the reason he chose to come here was because the guy in the thumbs up. He just, he loves it so much. And then he does he the classic, eh. Uh, yeah, which I've up. seen a thousand uh, gifts of that before. Uh, so yeah. this is a fun part of it for me, Mike, is like I'm very on the Internet. And so I see lots of community memes and gifts mm -hmm. and stuff, but they're all out of context for me until recently because I just started watching the show a year and a half ago now uh, and like catching up and like seeing all of these iconic moments play out. This is a delight. This is like time traveling for me. This is fun. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that everything's clicking for you. Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's good. Uh, so the dean says this is their chance to make Greendale's reasonable dreams come true. Uh, and Jeff, obviously, as always, is not into it. But the dean guilts him into it. He's like, the school has so little of its students. It mainly gives. Uh, and so finally, he's like, all right, all right, all right. And so the dean is like, I've chosen you all because you're the you're the Greendale's brightest and most coincidentally diverse Hispanics, notwithstanding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you're all going to star in this commercial. <laughs> yeah. Um, how much do we think? So last week's episode, Jeff and Dean uh, were at lunch together. And uh, Jeff ends up getting roped into karaoke, Kiss yeah. from a Rose by Seal, and ends up, you know, he's reluctant getting into it, ends up getting really into it. How much residual impact of Kiss from a Rose is going into Jeff's decision to participate in the documentary here where he thinks, you know, this might actually be kind of fun? <laughs> Part of me is wondering, like, maybe there's like a little blackmail there. He's like, oh, mm -hmm. God, I hope I hope that doesn't get out. I'm going to do this thing for him because, yeah. good Lord, this guy's got animo on me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also been revealed that he reads the students email. So who knows what he else does. he does? Right. He does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's seen a lot of stuff That's from Jeff, I'm very sure. Very scary. Very scary. Uh, and so Abed is filming all of this. Um, he's filming a documentary instead of helping. And uh, my one of my favorite little things uh, that community like the Chirons, does is, the, lower the Chirons thirds. are great. Britta yeah. is an anarchist cat owner. Uh -huh. uh, Jeff is a prior <laughs> lawyer. Uh, so is he no is longer a lawyer at all? He gets, doesn't have a law degree. But he's still not like practicing on the side. He's like, uh, he he's does not he have a you law degree. Practice. Yeah. But that, Joshua, those kinds really? of rules have never really stopped him in the past. I mean, yeah. The law I mean, he's like, a thing called the law. I think it's that hard to get around, no? I mean, I guess if there's anyone to get around it, it's, uh, it's, it's Jeff. Jeff Winger. But Josh, yeah. do you podcast about Butter Call Saul? Like, I do, just, yeah. Like, With a lawyer who does all the lawyer stuff, so I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> we can't blame Josh. He doesn't have a law degree. Yeah. He doesn't know. He doesn't yeah. know, yeah. Not anymore, know. anyway. Oh. Yeah. oh, boy, what yeah. happened? <laughs> we don't need to get into it. It's, uh -oh. been a, it's been a wild 14 years, Mike Heller. Uh, <laughs> a lot bet. has gone down. A lot has gone down. So, uh, yeah, anarchist cat owner, prior lawyer. Uh, yeah, yeah, the lower thirds of the episode are really, really fun. Um, yeah. Pierce is going to peace out on this pretty early, huh? He wants catering and he wants a trailer and he's not leaving his trailer until there's food. Mm -hmm. And then he's going to rent his own trailer and he won't leave that until he has his own trailer. Wow. Trailers within trailers. This is like mm -hmm. uh, the inception of trailers. I love how Pierce wastes no time in becoming a bratty star. Like he just mm -hmm. at the at the mention of, hey, you guys are going to be in this commercial yeah. immediately. He's like, I need a trailer. I need catering. Everyone has to cater to me. And he's out. Yeah. And that's pretty much it for Pierce for the rest of the episode. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, I think if any of them is going to come out as like full on diva, it would be between Pierce and Jeff. But Jeff is more inclined to do things that the group actually wants these days, I feel like. So Pierce stepping out makes sense. I think we had some feedback, Jess, about how also like, was this a way to silo out Chevy Chase 100%. from the rest of the cast? Yeah, 100%. Very easy way to get him away from everybody and uh-huh. not. And, and he could be a brat on his own. Yeah. You know? Was there some kind of bad blood there? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it's it's day one of the production, and Annie is script supervisor because of Star course of the show. Annie is yeah. script supervisor. Yeah, she's the person who tells everyone to stay on script, keeps careful notes. So basically, she's the star. Uh, Mike, how many uh, script supervisors have you met in your time? I mean, yeah, it, uh, however many shows and whatever I've been on, there's yeah. you know they're about there. And hey, look, there are people, Jess. They're anal. Uh huh. Yes. <laughs> Yes, you know, Shocking. just like Annie. Yeah. It yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it's it's perfect role for her. I love to keep track of the number of pencils and pens Annie has in her hair throughout this episode. It's <laughs> yeah. it a lot. And I didn't look. I didn't it look. starts Rose, out with yeah. like one, and then it just balloons into like seven at one point, just hanging mm-hmm. out in her hair. Yeah. Uh, and um, so yeah, I just realized uh, recently. Um, I not terribly recently. We've known this for a while, and we should have corrected this earlier. Is um that we have not had a pencil in our house for quite some time. Um, and, uh, I, I, this comes to mind for me because, uh, I, I received a, a package two days ago that contained 10 beautifully sharpened pencils with pristine erasers. And so now we are flush with pencils. Number twos. Time. Yeah. We could scantron it up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Cause Damn. for all those scantrons you need yes. to complete yeah. all the time. Yeah. I do think it would be fun to take a scantron, uh, on a podcast sometime. Yeah, I'm sure people and would love wh- to listen mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be good. I'm sorry, what? I think it'd be fun. I don't know. We could. Why would that out- be fun? What about that screams fun? Um, Someone leans over to the mic and they're like, he picked C. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He picked D. Yeah. Yeah. You're always supposed to pick C when you don't know the answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that- Why C? Is that true? Uh, it's most likely to be the right answer. Huh. Really? Really? I think so. I don't um, know. I could be just be making that up completely and you wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I'd have no I idea. definitely don't know. Yeah. That feels right to me. Feels Next good. Next time I take a Scantron <laughs> test and I get stumped, I'm going C for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so everybody, it's it's the first day of filming. Everyone is rehearsing lines. Uh, and uh, all this, and, and Dean says, we're going to open on the students. Everyone's looking happy and you can't smell that smell. Uh, now, what is the smell? <laughs> what do we think that it's is? The smell of Greendale. Oh, gosh. Does Probably Greendale mold. have a scent, Mike? Is there like I- a specific thing? Uh, you know, I, you know, I, I, and I, and when I heard that line too, I was like, what is that scent? And I'm like, God, is it like just, cause I don't think it's like quite putrid, right? Like it's right. just like a, a vague sense of like, maybe, maybe some cheese is going bad somewhere. Yeah. Like somewhere. Undoubtedly not, not- some cheese is going bad somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jess, is, is Annie's boobs still in the vents? Is he still hanging around? Let's see. Annie's boobs, I think, escaped the monkey gas, right? Okay. Yeah, I think so. So I think I think he must still be there. Maybe yeah. there's some uh, monkey musk uh, still Ooh. hanging. Oh, in I the like air. that. Yeah, monkey he's living musk. in the vents. So, Poetic. Beautiful. You know? yeah. yeah, like, you know, it's like if you don't know what that is, you're like, what is that? I mean, it, it might just be Chang. It could be. Just walking <laughs> oh, around and just. Definitely. It could He's be like wig. moving himself up and going in the vents. Like yeah. it definitely yeah, right. could, be could be the wig too. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, so yeah, Britta and Troy are instructed to hug for the commercial and they're all like squirrely about it. 
Uh, Jeff is playing the Dean. He has a bald cap on. So this was the moment where I was like, okay, I think it's going to be pretty hard for this episode not to be tremendous uh, because yeah. uh, Jeff, the Jeff Winger Dean uh, is remarkably incredible. Just so unbelievably good. spot on. Oh, I love it so much. Yeah. It's like a nightmare <laughs> to look at. Uh, like, you know, with like, with, with like a little bit of like the sideburns underneath the ball yeah. cap too. Like that. I don't know why that icked me out so hard, but it really did. No like, way, man. It's Dean point. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's yeah. so gross. <laughs> Imagine if Dean Pelton was even more handsome. Oh Perfect. my God! I it's too it. much to bear. It yeah. really is. But and Joel McHale's like, uh, Dean Pelton is is really it's spectacular. So good. Yes. Yeah. And he's just like, okay, I'm gonna go full tell, and I'm gonna insult the dean, like I, you know, with a, an impression of him that there's no way he'll keep me on. And yeah. it's he is just like Hong Kong, Deanly do, Deanly do, <laughs> and Dean's like, and, uh, um, save that. You're locked yeah. into something. <laughs> You're doing like, such a good job. Hold tight on that energy. Yeah. So and good. his face after he says that is just like, oh. yeah, oh He's no. horrified. <laughs> horrified. Uh, yeah, so Pierce is, was supposed to play a pencil, but he's not coming out of the trailer. Um, and so they just start filming. Uh, and we have uh, Jeff in front of the Luis Guzman statue. Um, and he, oh, why go Greendale? Just because. Just Dean it. Dean machine. <laughs> Got Dean? <laughs> Uh, yeah, and by filming in front of the Luis Guzman statue, he is trying to guarantee that his scenes are unusable because they right. need to get Luis Guzman's likeness. Um, little right. do they know that uh, Luis Guzman will catch wind of this and he'll love what he hears. He's like, oh, yeah. there's a commercial, Greendale. Which is goosemoning. Yeah, it's goosemoning. Goosemoning. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say that doesn't... 400 more times. This yeah, please. <laughs> please do. He you already a is a part of the community building. He knows yeah. how to do this already. Yeah. You just latch onto a bit and yeah. you don't stop. Yeah, bit. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. That's uh, me. And so, yeah, so now Leonard is thinking about breaking into the TV game. He's like, I, this is this TV stuff isn't going away. I love that. This TV isn't going anywhere. Uh, yeah, and he's the up-and-comer in the lower third. Yeah. So I don't want to wake up 30 years from now and wonder what if. <laughs> oh, man, so good. I love Leonard so much. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, uh, this was this was a tough Dean's List episode for me. Was. I gotta say, because a lot of the guest stars really bring it in this one. Woo! Uh, so many good yeah. ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so yeah, so then we have Shirley doing her part because she she's the mom. So breaking uh, this full time mama ain't breaking the bank with your expensive tuition. And Dean is trying to get around saying the word sassy. Um, and so Shirley, with her lower third being moral compass, is just like the word he's looking for is for as sassy, and he better pray he don't find it. He better pray he doesn't find it. Uh, <laughs> I think great. that I honestly I think that might be the line of the episode. Yeah, right That's, yeah. that so was good. the joke for me. Yeah, it's like I think that like, that is like the only really big Shirley moment that stands out, but it is a good mm-hmm. one. It's a really good one. It's like a home run, like uh-huh. one big Shirley moment, and yeah, out of the park. It. Yep, yeah, totally. Uh, so we're now at the end of day one, and we're we're under budget. We're one hundred seventy three dollars under budget, looking good. Okay. Uh, and this but is but when that's the, the end of day one. End of day one. Yeah, is the, do the- we do we like those numbers, Mike? Are these good? Are we on track at this point? If we're one hundred seventy three dollars <laughs> under budget on day one, is that good? Uh, so uh, you or you does that mean we only have one hundred seventy three dollars heading into day two? Well, I, well, here's the thing, right? Like, it, uh, he was supposed to have been done by day one. So, 
technically that would have been $173 under budget completely, right? right like he would have right. been done. It should, would have been a one day shoot. Good for you, Dean Pelton. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a, that's about to go off the rails real fast. So. Oh no. Oh no. Well, the See thing you is, in I hell. Believe, yeah. I believe what <laughs> Dean had said, like, uh, oh, we're like almost done. We're on like the final shot. So it felt like, oh, they're wrapping things right. up at this point, which is good. But right. yeah, then he gets a call from Luis Guzman who says, listen, I, I want to be in your commercial. And Dean freaks out. And I, I love the him like going to Annie and like, oh, wow, we a really big time celebrity wants to be in my commercial. Yes. And then he goes back and says it like very monotone to Luis Guzman. Oh, oh wow. We a really big time celebrity wants to be in the episode. <laughs> Come on in. Uh, this uh, goes without saying that this is a five star episode for Dean Pelton. Uh, like, so this good. Is- this is just absolutely outstanding uh, Jim Rash material. Yeah. So good. Uh, yeah. And so uh, so he's like, oh, I, I loved you in. And he doesn't know what movie Luis Guzman is in. So he's snapping his fingers <laughs> at Annie, who's <laughs> quickly trying to pull out her phone. And all she pulls up is IMDb. And Dean just goes, IMDb. Yeah. I love Luis <laughs> Guzman on the other side of the phone being like, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. Like his love for Greendale is trumping the insult. Uh, so he's still yeah. he's still committed. Mike, if you were asked to who your what your favorite Luis Guzman movie is, could you just rattle one off really quickly, or would you have to? No. In fact, yeah. while that line was happening, I was like, oh, I can't even think of one. Yeah. Because <laughs> Luis Guzman is like, God, he's the perfect Greendale celebrity, right? Yes. Like, yeah. He's like. Uh, when you think of him, oh, Luis Guzman is great, but like you never think of him. Like it's like the person, perfect Best. Greendale, yeah, person. Yeah, uh, I would, I would probably just be lazing default to Boogie Nights. He name checks it in the episode, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a great one. It's yeah. nothing comes to mind though. I'm mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Dean but he's coming. He's going to be in the commercial. Yeah, he says this yeah. is great. Oh, yeah. Everything else we shot is worthless. We're restarting tomorrow morning, uh, and uh, and yeah, and uh, Dean's like, listen, the only thing your character needs, Jeff, is more screen time. Yeah, that's all that we're changing. Yeah, and uh, Abed <laughs> realizes very quickly that like this is going to end in self destruction. Like yeah, this is he, a terrible path we're on. He has uh, seized upon uh, the heart of darkness, as it were. Uh, he knows what the true uh, the true bent of this documentary is for Abed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So day two, we're now six thousand one hundred and twenty five dollars over budget. Is that Luis Guzman's rate? That's his quote. No, that's everything that Dean is buying for the uh-huh. Luis Guzman got shoot. Got it, got it, got it. He's just I mean, Luis, was right, Luis Mike, Guzman like, doing Luis this Gu- pro bono? He had to. Uh, he knows Green Deal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to imagine. Look, if if that's uh. I God, I wonder what his day rate is. He I has wonder. to be like, I mean, is he? Is, I don't think like, thousand sounds crazy. Aren't though, there like SAG AFTRA rules? He can't just do this for free, can he? I'm. I feel like you could do a pro bone here and there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Throw him, throw him yeah. a pro bone. Yeah. yeah like maybe. he says later, like he got laid so much at Greendale. He's doing it out of like, yeah, the kindness true. of his heart. You know, like, look how much he loves Greendale in this Good episode. Yeah. 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 They have a statue of him there. They do. Yeah, yeah. that's great. So yeah. <laughs> uh, we find out that classes are shut down. The quilting club has been forced to sew costumes. Mm-hmm. And he's using the PA system for casting calls, <laughs> yeah. which is amazing. Um, Neil is supposed to be a book reading a book. This is so confusing to me. Is this like we're going like in like a Beauty and the Beast direction? Like where like all of like is Lumaire going to round the corner? Like is uh, the clock guy? What was the was the clock's worth? 
Cogsworth. <laughs> Cogs. I think is it's it, like is this, is this bookie? Was there a bookie in Beauty and the Beast? Well, it's a, it kind of feels to me that like it's like a commentary on on how meta community is, and now we're like this is like the ultimate meta book. Uh-huh. Reading a book is like yeah, it's true. We're in the wormhole now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And Dean shows up now, totally different looking. He has camel pants, a sweatshirt that's like barely zipped, with no shirt on underneath. There is a lot of I I, I clocked a ton of like deliberately placed Dean Pelton nip in this episode oh so much nipple yeah yeah it's a very like nipple forward performance from jim rash uh i would also like to say that i really enjoyed this look for dean pelton Mm -hmm. i was like super (laughs) into this i was like like, more of this bottom half yeah yeah Yeah. too buttoned up normally uh mike is this what uh francis ford coppola looks like in the heart of darkness (laughs) i mean he kind of looks here's the thing right like pelton is like normally he's got the like buttoned up suit and like he looks I mean, he's Dini, but yeah. uh, Coppola, he kind of always looks schlubby no matter. He's already schlubby. He's, yes. So he's just, he looks schlubbier <laughs> on a scale of schlubby to schlubbier. He's just sinking he's, further into the schlubby. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he, sinking into his own schlubbiness, mm-hmm. getting sucked in. Yeah. So to his good. own oh but he's gosh. like far too jim rash is far too like in shape for that you know yeah, like the guy yeah, is ripped yeah. actually no clearly yeah and, actually and so impressive. yeah so he he has an orange for a scene and he's just like here annie i thought about this it's for the scene apparently it's a reference to um like it's a reference to the director francis coppola who directed apocalypse now but it's a reference to the godfather which oh he sure also yeah directed. so we're like getting into like uh references on references mm-hmm. i don't want to spoil the godfather for anybody but uh, i've seen it can you believe i've seen it yeah no mike hasn't yet. is that weird yeah um that i haven't, haven't seen yet? anything no oh yeah just <laughs> huh. the, uh the deeper we go it may come out that uh just has never seen a movie before i've just uh, not really? seen those things yeah, yeah. and yeah. so it's like yeah. very shocking when we like see very fundamental things it's pretty great movies are like great you should check them out I mean, yeah, I have seen a little. I, I just there's certain styles of movie that I like. Like, I don't want to watch what I have. Called. If there isn't a dinosaur, you're out. Pretty <laughs> oh, much. it has to be dinosaurs. Yeah, dinosaurs. <laughs> just, just really so you love, love Jurassic Park? I yeah. do. I oh, she was Jurassic just on the Jurassic World Dominion podcast. It was two yeah. thumbs Whoa. up from Jess Sterling? I believe I liked it. Wow. I did like it. Yeah. But yeah, Dinosaurs so I just don't feathers. like. I just don't like what I uh, what I call car movies. Because yeah. I just like they're boring. Like there's uh-huh. just cars. This not... is like an action movie. Yeah, not the cars. Godfather franchise. isn't a car movie. No, I there's know what I've seen it. it. There's some cars <laughs> in Godfather. I mean, there's cars in every movie. Uh... <laughs> unless it's like I not guess in Car Apocalypse, Mike, the movie where the <laughs> yeah. apocalypse for the cars takes place and all the cars are raptured. <laughs> oh, are yeah, it's like the leftovers, <laughs> but for cars. Yes. Everyone's yeah. just walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this sucks. I didn't realize how much I needed cars. My legs are so yeah. tired. That's <laughs> uh, so, Thank God uh, Dean says the commercial is going to push every button, starting with the one that is so hot it will sizzle your finger. Race. Oh yeah. Oh God. Let's tackle this, Dean Pelton. This is a great idea. So he has <laughs> I race. am trying to pull a 400 year old dagger out of this nation's heart. <laughs> you are hugging. Yeah. Um, to meet different people to uh-huh. meet different people <laughs> and they're doing this scene for 12 hours this is tremendous uh absolutely brutal what did he want did he want them to kiss no, here's he what just... i wanted 
I, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, "I expected this. I expected out of, this out of you, Britta, but not out of you, Troy." What does that mean? He hates Britta. <laughs> Everyone yeah. hates Britta. That's oh, all it just, is. Oh, just because she's the worst. She Britta. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes Got sense. I, okay. I get that. Like, I just thought there was like, something the, else like, going on. It there. definitely felt a little hot. Yeah. It felt it's, a little, yeah. Uh, that's what, yeah. Mm-hmm, no, it's yeah. very much the. Uh, it's very much the like. Oh, Britta's in this. Like yeah, that yeah, vibe of like. I get that. That. Yeah. Like I expected her to ruin the scene, but you. You know, you're very talented. You're Donald yeah. Glover. Yeah. And so uh so Abed is just like, yeah, the Dean's going insane. Uh Jeff has spent an entire day in a bald cap for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> so he's upset. Um, um I you know what the smell of Greendale might be is uh what's baking underneath that bald cap for Jeff if he's wearing that for days on end. Uh without any break? Is he not taking this thing off? I guess uh, not. I mean, I feel like it perfectly baked hair. He's going to rip that thing off and bing, it's going to yeah, be beautiful. That's probably even true. more than before. That's a good point. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, incubating the hair. Yeah. So we're now four <laughs> days in and nearly $10,000 over budget. Uh huh. This is just um, a small number. We're fine. Yeah. We're doing all right. We're okay. uh, Shirley's in a scene with a pencil and a green screened Garrett. He's supposed to be a microscope, um, but he's so, not doing a great job. So the Garrett line is my favorite line of the episode. And this, oh, will, okay. this will get uh, my Dean's List point for Garrett of when they're trying to, he's, he's wearing the motion capture. Uh, he's in full green screen attire. Uh, and Dean is trying to direct him to move around, and Garrett, in perfect Garrett voice, says, I forgot who I am! <laughs> <laughs> Dean's like, well, like, no, that's like you're a toilet. Like, yeah, that's right? no, that's not I a forgot pencil, that's what a I am again, uh, I think yeah. is what he says. He's a microscope. Uh, it's supposed to be microscope. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 microscope. Man, Garrett's yeah. the best. Uh, Garrett, every time Garrett shows Crisis up, alert! Crisis alert! Yeah. So good, yeah. I forgot uh, what I am again! Unreal. <laughs> meanwhile, Chang is in a bald cap, and he's like, Jeff thinks he has it bad? As Jeff's understudy, I have to wear my Jeff wig on top of my Chang hair, and then my bald cap on top of that. There's no air getting through here. I'm literally dying. Yeah. But you'll never hear my story. I mean, you now it. you heard it. Yeah. But that was close. <laughs> well, I definitely thought that we were going to go another episode without Chang, and then he just suddenly shows up with this terrifying look. Uh, just yeah. absolutely nightmarish. Really, really scary. I think didn't like great. it at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike, how do you feel about Chang generally? Uh, I like I I like it. I you know uh, this is a divisive you- uh, divisive point on the community podcasts, as you might gather. Okay, uh, so yeah. I, I'm gonna say because I'm curious to hear your, your sure. Tips, but but because uh, my feeling mm-hmm. is right, like in the beginning, Chang was like funny, but like not much to him. So like they made like they made him crazy as the show progressed, and it gave him so much, and also gives the show a clear antagonist, right? Yeah. So like it's I think it's a good device in terms of like unifying all these dis- all these huge and distinct personalities with the with our main cast. Uh, give them something to rally in this against. season yeah as it progresses you'll see um so i've yeah, heard like, yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so <laughs> i've been there have been allusions to this jess mm-hmm. uh, jess is yeah. out all the way on chang you're not a chang fan no my problem is that i think that we don't need both pierce and chang that's sure. been my my stance like mm. we i understand about the antagonist point like it's a solid point i just think like if we have one of them we don't need the other as I'll an antagonist chang, then. i love and, chang and chang gets to a point it's like the changing like it just it happens and uh-huh. then there's no Wait, going does he start back. talking to trees <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that movie. Plant. Yeah. And Jesse, to that point, too, like, I agree. Like, uh, yeah. get rid of Pierce. Like, yeah. Chang is yeah, so, see, such I, a, a much take, more charismatic bad guy. Yeah. I would take Chang over Pierce because at the very least, like, I don't I don't find, like, Pierce's, like, racist and, like, sexist shenanigans funny. Yeah. Versus, mm-hmm. like, Chang, yeah, like, he loses his mind fully, but he, like, at least isn't that. Um, he's a so, goblin, yeah. right? Like he's like you know, like a like an imp, like literally yeah. from a fantasy tale. Uh, is great. what Chang is. He's like you know, like Rumpel yeah, he's Golden come to Greendale. Uh, he's incredible. He's just ridiculous. Yeah. But I Jess, know that I'm going to send I... you a shirt that says Chang Gang. No, no, no. Yes. Oh no. We're doing no. it. We're all Chang Gang oh, here. Oh my God. We're in. Oh, we're we're totally in. Uh, I think I just gave we? you merch, and I'm going to need a cut of that. All right, we'll give you a little something. <laughs> uh, you'll have to talk to my agent to negotiate that, Mike. Oh, uh, if you got his number, um, Jess, how close are we to um, uh, Chang Impact? What's I know. It's happening soon. It's like uh, okay. uh, within the next four to five episodes. Okay. All right. You know, I have a break from the podcast coming up. You've got plans to fill it in. I'm not going to miss the thing, right? No. Okay. No. Okay. You will not miss the thing. All it will right. happen and it will be awful. Mike, when, when Jess is saying that there's going to be a thing with Chang, do you know what she's talking about? It's like yeah, unmissable. The show. Yeah, but it's unmissable. Yeah, I mean, it's... Massive. I mean, it, cul- it okay. culminates in one big episode towards yeah. the end of the season. Yeah. Um, and so I would recommend not missing that one. Yeah, sure. Uh, no, he's not going to yeah, miss it, that one. It's it's just like, uh, Mike, gets- would you say with Chang, right? Like, I think my, my argument has always been like, Chang is great in small doses, right? Like this episode, he's mm. great because we get like a little blip of Chang and then he's gone. Like, I don't need a dedicated Chang episode. Like, mm. it's just not for me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I see what you're saying. It's hard to speak to this without like saying things that's going to ruin Josh's life. I'm trying not to do that because I'm a kind (laughs) and gentle person. I appreciate that. Um, But yeah, all the same, I do feel like it it is kind of a way to raise the stakes at the end of the season (laughs) in a way that like, it's ridiculous and crazy, but that's also community. So like, yeah. it doesn't feel out of place to me. And like, I don't mind if it's, I didn't mind it. I, I, I hear where you're coming from. Oh yeah. no. Uh, it gives, it gives everybody an obstacle and it's like ridiculous and crazy and silly and fun. Uh, and I like it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Chang gang right. for life. All right. I'm on, alert. I'm on alert. I'm on alert. I'm on alert. Um, um, okay, so, so he's yeah, got so, the bald cap over the wig, over the actual hair. Uh, he's ready going to on be there. tapped in if he needs to be tapped in. Yeah, uh, and so we see that like everyone is turning against Dean. Uh, he thinks that he's like he's talking to the board and they're checking in on the progress. And he's like, "Well, if you don't like it, you can fire me." Meanwhile, we have like the Greendale newspaper headlines: Dean Zaster. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm uh, surrounded says, by assassins. Yeah. My own school papers turned on me. me. The yeah. picture of that his mom sent in is <laughs> so, so good. <laughs> yeah. My two-faced mother. <laughs> it's so great. It's so, my mother. My mother. Uh, yeah. uh, it's so good. Uh, and now we're on day nine of shooting, and we're now $14,000 over budget. This is like ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and Annie is like losing her mind a bit too. She has two men in diapers. One of them is playing the dawn of a new era in education, but I've got nothing on the other one. And mm-hmm. he's just a guest of the Dean's. Yeah, he's just is there to visit. Great. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, that's the so, invitation, diaper only. Yeah, yeah diapers only. <laughs> yeah. So Annie has had an epiphany. The dean is a genius. He has to be. If he isn't, I've given almost two weeks of my life to an idiot. That's Annie here is uh, this is this is the Stockholm syndrome scene, right? Where uh, so Abed asks her if she knows. Uh, yeah, it's like is that something invented by the dean? If it's not, I don't care. About <laughs> it. Yeah. By the way, she has four pencils in her hair. At this okay. Point. Good so track. many, yeah. so many. It's uh, great. This is my favorite Allison Brie moment of the episode for sure. It's just oh, like absolutely. how frazzled she is. She's just out of her mind at this point. And apparently, this is supposed to be like reminiscent of Dennis Hopper's like photographer in Apocalypse Now. Oh. Like that's who she's supposed mm. to be. Again, I, I'm not. Seen I didn't it, so track I how know, many but... pencils Dennis Hopper had in his hair. In Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Yeah, I think back. I missed that too. Yeah, so... maybe when I check Heart of Darkness out, I'll see. Uh, we'll we'll take a look. Uh, and so then we have Pierce in his trailer. Uh, Leonard is just like, that's for Luis Guzman. And he's like, well, when he gets here, he can have this one. But for now, it's mine. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and what do we think is in Pierce's trailer? Do we not want to ask that question? I know. Yeah. Lots of Hawthorne wife. Something terribly offensive. Probably stuff we can't say on the podcast. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. 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 A litany of things that would get us all banned from the podcast. Yep, yeah. That sounds right to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. Jeff's losing his mind. He, uh, because when Pierce sees Jeff, he thinks he's the dean. He's like, "I've become a stranger to myself. I'm bald now. I've this always been like, bald." This is very uh, not to spoil Westworld, but this is very Westworld when like suddenly you're in like a different robot body and you're like, "Who am I anymore?" And then you <laughs> yeah. become that person. I feel like Jeff has become the dean. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a blossoming like like a caterpillar wraps himself in a chrysalis and reemerges mm -hmm. a true bald. butterfly yeah <laughs> yeah a, a bald, bald butterfly, butterfly. <laughs> yeah. that loves to sing yeah mm -hmm. uh, and so it's time for Jeff's scene uh, and the dean has now said lose the bald cap I don't, don't like, like it. it it's hokey it's fake take it off and Jeff's like no yeah I I've I've made bald friends. Yeah. Mean, <laughs> mean dean you know this is not a typical look for the dean they uh, especially, towards, especially towards jeff yeah i yeah. know it's oh. sexy as hell it really this, is this <laughs> he's so mean but he, he's mad he's doing it for him yeah. dean machine jim yeah. rash yes yeah. please yeah one yeah. for mike yes to yeah, go so please uh, so yeah, so Jeff's just like, I'm not taking this off. And Dean's like, fine, you're wrong for the part. So Chang comes in understudy. He comes out and he rips his bald cap off and he shows like the Jeff hair. And Dean's like, <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, this yeah. is real. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Well, I had this moment too. I mean, I guess I hadn't drank enough coffee yet today. I was like, is that Ken Jong's actual hair or is that a wig? Uh, I didn't clock it on the first time. Wow. Yeah. Josh. <laughs> He's wearing blonde be... hair. I didn't know if they dyed it or not. They could have oh dyed it. Oh I like God. I like that we left some dead air for that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope nobody has that like skip gap oh, yeah. in like, their podcast app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope that the podcast app is so final. unsophisticated that it did not trim out that dead that, air. Yeah, that deserved so. dead air. <laughs> <laughs> Fundamental part of the understanding of this podcast for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so Jeff is like crying and he leaves and Britta says, I don't know why, but this is the last straw. That's great too like that this yeah. is the thing uh that this is the thing that breaks britta is great yeah yeah you've made us prisoners of your insanity and this is when annie also realizes that dean has lost his mind uh and he and dean says anyone who doesn't want to help can leave and everyone leaves everyone except goes. for abed who's yeah. still filming all of this well he's got it's gold. funny to me that no that didn't yeah. occur to anyone until he said it like oh oh we could 
we can leave now. Great. Well, I mean, yeah. he's the dean of the school. Yeah, yeah no, tremendous power. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, so. I mean, this version of the dean, so so powerful. Yes, uh, he's just Wonderful. rolling in it right now. Yeah. Uh, he's about so, to be rolling in some other uh-huh. stuff. <laughs> yeah. here, we, here we go. Yeah. yeah. So Louise Guzman shows up. No one is at the college. Uh, Dean comes out and he's like, again, he's wearing like a sweatshirt. He's like, oh, come into my office. And it's like a mess. It is horrifying looking. It's so sloppy. There's yeah. a freaking possum. Oh, that's the smell. <laughs> that's the smell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he shows Louise the, the commercial and it's just like noises. Yeah. Like, a cacophony of noises. Yeah, I love that. Heavy Luis metal, is different like, music. Yeah, Luis is immediately like, I gotta take, I gotta make a phone call. Like this is no good. <laughs> yeah, this isn't good. And then he's sitting in the closet with Abed. Like I can't do his commercial. He didn't take that too well. Y'all gotta help this dude. I love that. His friends. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Where it's like I can't do the commercial because clearly this man has lost his mind. But also yeah. as a human being, I'm concerned for this human being who's lost his mind. And why aren't you guys doing anything about this? Yeah, uh, it's a great like uh, two toned motivation for Luis Guzman. Very uh, nuanced character. Luis Guzman is Luis Guzman. Well, he could have just Luis showed Guzman. up, but instead he he's Guzman sh- it. Yeah, he's not going to be a two-dimensional no. Luis Guzman. He's a three-dimensional yeah. Luis Guzman. Mm-hmm. He's Guzman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, of course, the dean finds them, and he's just like, you won't be in my commercial, but you'll be in his stupid documentary. <laughs> All he does is follow people around. Yeah. Uh, and then we see, uh, of course, so dean's like, you can leave. And then we see Pierce get towed away in the trailer. Uh-huh. Uh, and Luis is just like, I thought the script was like actually pretty good. Uh, and then the, the best line, you're worse than crazy. You're ashamed of your school. And that statue yeah. of me out there, that's just wrong, man. Worship the people that are here. Worship this place. It changes people's lives. I loved my time in here. I got laid like crazy. I got laid like crazy. <laughs> you know he did, too. Yeah. And that was before Boogie Nights. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Love that. And this is a special school. You don't deserve to be here. That's really cutting. It um, is. Yeah. That's hard to hear. I well, because Dean, all Dean wants is to be a good Dean. That's yeah. like all he ever wants. Yeah. Uh, so it's sad, and so Dean is just like, "Listen, I can't, I can't finish the commercial. I know, but I know how the documentary ends." Yeah. Uh, and Dean sets up a camera, and he says, "I failed this school. I failed it because I thought I was better than Greendale. I went to a university, so I thought my job was to improve this place." Oh, so his like elitist backstory is coming oh. to the forefront. Yeah. Yep. Wow. And I, I also I want to just like sort of say here that this is partly why I love this this episode so much is because like, you know, we've heard all of the, like the main characters entry into Greentail and why they're there. Right. Yeah. And sort of this is this is Dean Pelton's um, sort of like initiation into uh, like the, the crew. Like this is yeah. sort of this is his mess up that like kind of leads him into Greendale. This is his origin story. Yeah. Almost, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting because I feel like he, you know, this is his first season, Jim Rash's first season as a series regular. Yeah. Uh, he was a, he was a guest in one and two. He's had a lot more to do this year as a result so far, but largely it's just been comedic. Uh, and so like now we're actually getting some genuine character stuff from him a mm-hmm. little bit too. I mean, in, in the same hand that he is like, you know, dancing in the fires of his clothes and rolling around. <laughs> and, like, uh, so like, you know, it's definitely a very community style delivery of actual yeah. character de- uh, development, but 
Um, I don't think that that's really something that we had gotten a ton of from Dean up to this point that comes to mind to me anyway, yeah. Jess. No, you're um, right. And this is like the first we really are diving deep into like the Dean's psyche. Yeah. Um, And like why he's here and why he cares, right? He says that like mm -hmm. the reason is because it's like I'm an insecure wreck. Like I want the school to be good. Um, And he says Greendale's good enough because it accepts me for what I'm not. It's the best school the entire world. And I'm so sorry for what I've done to it. I'm sorry and the ice cream machine. Machine. I don't want to know. I really Please don't. don't eat out of it until you. They know the how nozzles. to clean it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. And during the all of knows this, how to clean it. <laughs> during all this, he's like he he lights his like um diploma on fire, mm -hmm. and then he starts a fire in the office. He like rubs the ash. He gets naked. Yes. Rubs the ashes like all on his face, and he's drinking and like smashing cabinets while he's naked. Like it's a whole thing. Oh gosh. Um. Yeah. And the total days of shooting are 12 days and $17,000 over budget. Oof. Well, that's tough. Um, How much budget did he lose uh, since meeting Luis Guzman? I guess it's been three days. So he's raised like uh, about 3000 More 000. than double, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not, Not good. great. No, very bad, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Dean has the doc. Uh, he has the commercial. He thinks ready to show uh, to the people who need to see the commercial. But instead, it's Abed's documentary, which expertly wields much of the footage uh, yeah. surrounding the making of this movie to make it seem like a, a really perfect Greendale commercial. Uh, Abed saves the day, breaks the fourth wall to save the day. Mm -hmm. That's Guzmaning. Yeah, <laughs> we did it. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. yeah. And then we get the the two the two guys being like, listen, it's good. No, it's yeah. better than good. It's good enough. <laughs> He's like, I didn't make that. Okay, Zemeckis, you know, you moved yeah. through you. <laughs> <laughs> That's really, really great. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. And uh, this commercial will last them 16 years. So they're good. Uh, okay. And then yeah. They leave to go have lunch. Yeah, promotional and... material can go a long time. Uh, I don't want to dox anyone from camp, Mike, but a certain uh, a camp uh, video with uh, with one, uh, I'll say, Barrett P. Uh, as a talking head uh, lasted for a very long time. I think uh, until probably your upper senior summer, and he was like a small boy uh, in that uh, in that video. Uh, so camp, uh, camp video goes a long way. Yeah, yeah, I mean, no kidding. I don't remember that promo video, but, but like, oh, I, I do. feel that. Like, I, if there's anything, if there's a promo video that's going to be outdated, it's from it's from Camp Scatticle. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Beautiful place. <laughs> Magical place. Gave yeah. me a lot of confidence. Best place on Earth. Tech-wise, yeah. they, like, yeah. just found Instagram. Like, <laughs> They're doing a great job, though. <laughs> they are. No, it's great. it is great. But, like, they found it and killed it, but it did yeah. take a minute. Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, yeah, Abed saved the day, Jess. Yeah, he did. Uh, he says that because uh, uh, Dean says, I thought you were a fly on the wall. And he says, sometimes flies are too awesome for the wall. Yeah. Uh, and so then we get the Dean coming into the study group asking for forgiveness. And Jeff immediately is just like, yep. No, there's a little bit of a pause. He like does, there would yeah, be some like, dead air yeah. on the podcast. Uh, yeah. Like, there's a little bit of dead air before the yup. Yeah. And yeah. he's just like, you know, we've all been there, which is yeah. why we're all here. And so he offers Dean a hug and everybody does a, a group hug. I'm a good Dean. Mm -hmm. uh, can yeah. someone help me get the live possum out of my office? Yeah. It just keeps jumping and skittering. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> this, everyone is, sees, this is a moment, yeah. right? Where it's like, uh, we've all been there before. That line really kind of hits at home of like, yes. you're a part of us now, you know? 
Yeah, yeah. rite of passage has been. Uh, yeah. yeah, you've gone through that. Yeah. Um, Troy and Britta's hug lingers longer than anyone else. Uh, and the camera was rolling, so it's been caught. Yeah. Caught on camera. And Abed like makes eyes at the camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some heavy, mm-hmm. heavy, heavy handed mm-hmm. foreshadowing. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, <laughs> yep, then the, yep. Yep. Then we get the end credit scene. Three days later, Pierce comes out of the trailer. I'm a star. Give me that. I will not be mitigated. Uh, Jeff Garland was waiting for his trailer, and now was he's the, upset. Was the Goldbergs happening in 2011? I don't. I think what is Jeff Garland doing it on on Community Curb. right now? Like, was it just Curb? I mean, was Curb happening in 2011? I think so. Uh, let's, let's. I'm gonna go on his IMDb because I uh-huh. loved him in IMDb. Yeah, he was great in IMDb. Uh, the yeah, Goldbergs. I'm, is I'm not gonna look up anything. So no, Curb. Yeah, Curb is happening. Mike, you got this. Curb is Curb. happening in 2011. Curb was a happening. Oh sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Curb okay, was definitely okay, season eight. Well, it takes a long break. I didn't know if it was on the break yet. Uh, so 20, it's September 2011 until October 2017, between 8 and 9. So just, uh, I mean, this episode is airing, I guess, initially a couple of months after 8 goes off the air. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. okay, well. But yeah, this end um, scene is like very meh. It's like totally it's fine. It's totally yeah. fine to the point that like if it's just totally fine, like I can't quite give this a pass, unfortunately. Yeah. No, we're it's, all on well, the same page about this. Yeah, it felt like to me like they were giving uh, Pierce the tag because Pierce wasn't in the episode, and it's like right, like okay, we'll just give yeah. you this. Let Chevy Chase follow do something. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, like a right. poor a poor use of the end tag here. Uh, if there's no Troy and Abed, what's the point? Uh, okay, so streets behind for the end credit tag. We got some feedback for this one. Uh, This is from Eric. Eric was the one who mentioned the Chevy Chase of it all. Eric Mm -hmm. says, my main takeaway from the commentary was further reinforcement that the cast really doesn't like Chevy Chase. They were gleeful that the Pierce trailer storyline got him out of their hair for almost the entire filming schedule for the episode. Uh, Also, didn't the study group let the Dean off a little too easily? Have we really all been there before? I feel like we've we've articulated that. Like, I feel like, uh, in fact, numerous times for most of these characters, they've been in some version of here before. Yeah. Yeah. They, they look, <laughs> I think the, the, the one thing that I think Eric does have a really strong point is that the, the being like the, the thing that Dean does is he's inflicting it all on the group yeah. as opposed to like, everyone has their own moments separately that just like, they're all melting down and it's awful. But I do hear Eric in the sense that, like, his meltdown is hurting everybody <laughs> in the show. Yeah. yeah. And the school. And yeah. the school yeah. for $20,000, which they definitely can't afford. Yeah. yeah. That's Did a big whoopsie I mean, doodles. He may have, like, I think he ended, ended at like 17000 and change. He should have just uh, burned the rest to get up to twenty k. Uh, just to well, do a full even. We've already thing. spent this much. Yeah, we exactly. <laughs> Let's just go on an even note. Um, the wisecrack Bandine uh, writes in and says, with this episode, the Dean transcends from outstanding to extraordinary in my book. That's dressed as a book, reading a book. Uh, he deserves all the Meow Meow Deans. Well, spoilers, I guess, for the Meow Meow Beans. I think we all gave Dean a five. I think you can't a, not. A, yeah. One of the easiest fives I've ever given yeah. in my life. Also, uh, I just want to say, Wisecrack, Bandine, uh, what a perfect comment. 
pretty good. Lovely. Pretty well, good. well written. Well written. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jank uh, writes in uh, an interesting note from the commentary is that Dan Harmon's original wish for the Luis Guzman statue back when it first appeared in season one was Mark Hamill. Mark politely declined, stating that he thought the joke was funny, but he was not at a career point yet where he wanted to be the feature of it. Didn't want to be part of the joke. Uh, what? I mean, Mark Hamill was not yet at a career point, you know, 30, however many years. I think he means like low enough down. Oh, got it. Yeah, sure. Like, sure. I think Luis, Gu- Luis Guzman works because it's wow, like. Wow, what a like backhanded said- <laughs> uh, remark towards Luis Guzman. Because, mm-hmm. But like but we said before, like, what can you name that he's in? Whereas like Mark Hamill, yeah. like you can, I even know who Mark Hamill is. Yeah. You know, like uh-huh. you can name things he's <laughs> well, in. Well, they had those dinosaurs yeah. in Star Wars, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's the yeah. guy with the lightsaber. Yeah, you Luke know? Skywalker. You know the Stegosaurus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, yeah. if Star Wars had dinosaurs, it would be better. He's got like dinosaurs of a type. There's the Rancor. The Rancor is T-Rex adjacent. I don't know who that is. Okay, we don't have to get into it. Uh, The book book of a book reading the book of Boba Fett. Uh, Mm -hmm. Okay, let's do Meow Meow Beans, which, Mike, I don't know what I'm talking about when we're talking about Meow Meow Beans, although I think I might, but I don't for sure. No, I know this is coming up later on in the show. Um, Let's do this. I, I was pretty high on most people. I gave Pierce a three. I thought the trailer gag was funny. Um, I, I, and I appreciated him getting like roped out of the episode. Uh, even think talking it through with three. I'm going to put that down to a 2.5. Jess, I'm going to, I'm going to adjust it. it on the fly. It's like a perfectly average, uh, Pierce showing. Um, then I gave a three to, to Chang, his limited use of this episode, just the sight gags with Chang, uh, I thought were pretty funny, but not exceptional. Uh, three fives to Britta, Troy, and Shirley. I thought all of them had really funny moments, but just not like a lot of consistent appearance across the episode. Um, Annie with all the pencils in her hair and especially that one talking head scene about the Stockholm syndrome of it all. Really, really good. Gave her a four. Abed is uh, a huge pivotal part of the episode, but doesn't appear a ton on screen, which, you know, maybe docks him a, a half point or so for me, but he saves the day. He's got to get a four. Uh, so, and he's also the reason why the episode is structured the way it is. So obviously Abed is going to rate pretty highly for me. Um, and I would have given Jeff a full five. I gave him a 4.5, but I wanted to delineate the Dean uh, and give him the full five, the props that he is owed. But otherwise, in another universe, Jeff gets a full five in this episode because that uh, that Dean Pelton impression is pretty special. Uh, so so a four five for Jeff. Those are my beans. Mike, what did you do with your beans? Yeah. So uh, I noticed I was a little more miserly with my meow meow beans. Everyone and, takes um, this a different, you know, a different tact to their beans, Mike. There's sure. no wrong way to do the beans. I, well, look, I think partly right is this is this is my first discovery of Meow Meow Beans, and I, I mm-hmm. want to hold on to my Meow Meow Beans. Yeah, bean. I'm a Meow Meow Beans order, kind save of. Save some for the trip home. It's a long walk. No cars anymore. Sure. Yeah. If you plant them, does do the cats grow? <laughs> yeah. Do they grow? Okay. That's where cats come from. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, I, 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 I'm feeling your decision, right, to, to isolate the Dean here. And I think part of, the, part of the issue in rating these characters is that, like, this is really a Dean-focused episode and everybody else is secondary. So, you know, it's like it's a different type of episode to rate these main characters. Um, yeah. That said, Dean, uh, five all the way. Like, what a magical performance by Jim Rash. Um, and God, he was so good. Uh, I gave fours to Jeff and Annie 
uh, yep. and Abed. So Jeff, uh, like you said, that Dean Pelton impression is like so good and his appearances in every spot he had just like knocked it out of the park and I can watch him doing that Dean impression all day long. Yeah. Uh, same goes for Annie, like uh, limited appearances, but like her crazy and her descent into madness. I think also Annie was the most visually representative of like mm-hmm. how crazy people got. Like when you look at her every time there's another scene, she just gets progressively more insane looking. Yeah. Yeah, which I can appreciate the hell out of. Uh-huh. And Abed, for me, Abed for the four, uh, it was a just a matter of um, this episode doesn't work without Abed. You right. know, like the format, the engine of it. Uh, I agree, he doesn't have a ton of appearance, but like uh, he's he has a huge impact on it, even when he's not on camera. Yeah. Um, and then of course he's the one who saves the day in the end and ties it all together. Um, and then I, I gave Britta and Troy threes. Uh, their bit was super funny, but it, that was pretty much their bit. Yep. Uh, Pierce, I gave a two just because, like, I don't know. I, the while funny, I think in in uh, con, in uh, in the abstract, I don't think it like played super funny with Pierce's whole bit. It really does uh, when you know that like everyone is so disappointed with their time with Chevy Chase. It does feel like can we just like spare ourselves an episode? Like, can we do like one yeah. week of production without this guy? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I get it. I, yeah. but like, it's just like, it was, you know, they, it, his character was like, eh, whatever. Totally. You know, his whole like rant. Totally. Um, Chang too. Um, you know, I, I the, the thing about, I'm a huge Chang, a Chang gang for life. Like yes. I said, uh, and I feel like as far as Chang goes, this one, uh, Jess, she, she, just, she just <laughs> she's the podcast listener. Chess is very upset. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody yep. needs to know that, that this is really bothering oh, Jess. Without, without the visual, and even without your narration, they know she's upset. Yeah, <laughs> I have made my thoughts on Shane very well known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in this particular episode, I will say, Jess, that like this isn't super spectacular, so I gave him the two. And yeah. then Shirley, uh, she didn't have a lot to do. That one line, though, was, again, the joke of the episode. I gave her a three for that just because That's it was great. like it was so good. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. I felt very similarly. Like I had to revise mine just because like, uh, just before the podcast, I revised mine just because it was like, yeah, the Dean really should be the only one with the five just because like you have to reward that whole performance, his whole episode. So I, I similarly gave him a five, uh, next down from that. I gave Annie and Jeff's, uh, Jeff at 4.5s. I just, I loved just their reactions to the Dean. I felt like they embraced the, the wild and like chaotic nature of everything the best. Um, and I, I love seeing Jeff in like these more vulnerable moments where the Dean is yelling at him and he just starts crying. Um, I don't know. I love that version <laughs> of Jeff versus the, the usual like cocky, yeah, arrogant great. Jeff we usually yeah. see. Um, Troy, I gave a Troy and Breda. I gave fours too. I, I just love the, I, I don't know. I love them like trying to hug and then crying and then freaking out. Stop telling me I'm different. Yeah. Like, just, all like the like David so Bidger amount of takes that they've had to endure. Yeah. Like they're just so beaten down like, by this the, is end the of last it. straw. I don't know why, but it is. Yeah. The um, one bit too when uh, they're talking to Abed and they go to hug each other and they're like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> from it. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah. I thought was very good. Um, Abed, Pierce, Shirley, and Chang all got three and a half from me for different reasons. Shirley, like you said, Mike, she's not really around a ton. The moment she is there, though, she's lightning. So I feel like she deserves the three and a half for those reasons. Um, Abed, again, the episode doesn't really get made without him, but it's hard to reward when he's not 
on camera as much. It's like very hard to like remember the funny bits that he does because he's not really there a ton. Um, and Chang, I do, I gotta say, I gotta say, this episode is the perfect style of Chang for me personally, where we get like a blip of him and that's all I need. Him saying like, I have my my Jeff hair on and then my bald cap and there's there's no air getting under there. Mm-hmm. Like it just, for some reason, it cracks me up. And so I gave him a three uh, 3.5 as well. Pierce, again, um, I, I do, I kind of love him just being like, I'm not leaving my trailer. Like it's yeah. very Pierce, but in a way that's inoffensive, which is rare mm-hmm. for him. Usually yeah. I will say, Mike, I'm giving him like, maybe a two and a half usually uh, a two or lower is what pierce is getting so i had to low. give him a little bit more considering he didn't drastically offend me this episode that's fair um, i get that yeah. yeah and so we're still our, our move there's not really been a ton of movement britta is still uh, has been the reigning champion for most of season three thus far yeah she's the anti britta she's yeah What's the opposite of Brita Egg? Guzmaning. <laughs> Guzmaning. She's Guzmaning. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, how did I miss ranking. that? Yeah. I got yeah. you. I'm playing backup. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, she's really, I mean, she's, it's like, it's hers to Brita at this point, I suppose. Yeah. And the uh, Dean is ahead of Pierce, too, which, um, considering he's not in every single episode, is a pretty big deal yep. because the episodes he's not in, he's getting zeros. So right. he's he's now ahead of Pierce, which is great. Um, Jeff and Annie are playing back and forth at four and five Aren't i'm not too always. happy about it yeah. it needs to be a little bit higher in my opinion but you know okay Allison we'll get Brie her there. is so good yeah she's in everything favorite. she's in yeah she's yes. so good she's excellent legend yeah. uh all right so those are the character rankings dean's list time uh this could have been like an open and shut case for luis guzman but instead we're we're spreading the love this week it seems jess you uh you gave the dean's list point to luis guzman I love this, the the moment where he's just like, I got so I got laid so much here. Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah. that tickled me. I couldn't give it to anyone else, even though I understand your reasonings for your choices. I think they're both. I think I love that we all are spreading the wealth here. I think it's fun that way. Yeah, uh, I gave mine to Garrett. Uh, Garrett in this episode, <laughs> uh, as Garrett want, is want to do, just slayed me. I'm looking at the screenshot right now. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I am again. Um, it's just unbelievable. Uh, he looks like the Jess again. It's the Monsters Inc. He looks like the little guy. What's the little guy? That's Mike. Oh yeah, what yeah. Is Mike. Guy? Yeah, Mike Wazowski. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. He looks like, except with like a ton of little eyeballs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's like sort of like a like a a weird uh, version of him. But no, I I love Garrett. Uh, and Garrett's like perfect use of Garrett in this episode. I forgot what I am again. Uh, mm-hmm. It was just very, very good, and that's going to live rent-free in my head for the rest of the day. Um, Mike, you went with Leonard. Yeah, I love Leonard. Well, so yeah. uh, in general, I love Leonard. But, like, yeah. uh, you know, uh, as a as a comedy writer and just, like, strictly going by, like, what is making me laugh really hard, uh, Leonard does it a lot. But yeah. in this episode in particular, it's just, like, <laughs> so at the, the – uh, I don't want to wake up in 30 years from now. And love to it. <laughs> like, dude, you have like two yeah. at most. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the TV thing is sticking around, which is also like, feels like a meta comment yet yeah. again for community, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. like, A, is community going to stick around? And B, right. it's like, is yeah. TV going to stick around with the internet? I mean, especially in that time, like people really didn't know. Right. Uh, so uh, I just loved it on so many layers and I just deeply loved Leonard. And I, do, do the, is he doing the YouTube thing yet? I don't think so. Ooh. Not yet. Ooh. So you I'm get gonna, a little. Ooh, Leonard's you're gonna, screaming. You're going to um, love it, Josh. Like, okay, you're going to love wait. it. I Genuinely, wait. I think 
uh, uh, one of my favorite things about yeah. community. Okay. Okay. I'm and excited. So, like, this is what I was saying to you, Josh, about like uh, early on in community, they didn't really have the side characters established as sure, much, but now yeah. we are full on in mode of like, mm-hmm, yeah. Garrett's there and Neil is there and Leonard is there. And like, sometimes they make a scene. And I, it is one of my favorite things about community is how much they treasure their side characters. Yeah. Because, yes, it's an ensemble show, but they also love these other people and they constantly bring them back and it's yeah. so good i think mm-hmm. i i don't know when it happened but i i it's it was like one of these like subtle invisible shifts of like there was definitely a noticeable time where like the character work was like a little thin and a little too sitcommy, and like yeah. the background players were just sort of there and then maybe it was dungeons and dragons where neil comes so into focus i don't know where where it was where it takes this shift where like all of the supporting cast now like you can identify them. Yeah. They are special and dear to you. Starburns does a lot of work. I know his name is Alex. You know, I think to to, to get you in that direction. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think we've had a lot of great Leonardisms along the way, Garrettisms. Uh, so it's been it's been fun. It's been it's been yeah. really 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 good. Mm-hmm. Garrett is now competitive with the vice dean in the dean's list. Yeah. So uh, we have an actual fight before Mike uh, with the dean's list for seasons one and two. Dean Pelton was eligible as a guest star. Uh, so ah. the, unsurprisingly, he he crushed it for both of the previous Dean's lists that yep. we've done. Makes so this sense. is our first time where uh, we have like a real, like the stakes are high for the Dean's list this year. Uh, I, I have a pro bone to pick Ooh, with you guys about yeah. this Dean's list situation because this is the first time Leonard's on the scoreboard. Yeah, this season. Yeah, been tough. There's it's ever. so competitive. Yeah, it is uh, competitive. I wonder, yeah. you know, if I were to go back but to season. Them. Let me see. If I go back to the season two finale document, let's just do some. Uh, to be fair, to be fair, I don't. I it's been a bit, so I don't mm-hmm. quite remember. How prominent re- Leonard was featured previous to this. Well, so. I remember giving him points when there's the episode where they're in the, like Britta is on trial in the pool and Leonard is like yes. swimming in the pool behind them. And I specifically mm-hmm. remember giving him my Dean's List point because I was beside myself yeah. with him. Like it is, he's just so funny. Um, well, I so do funny. have some uh, some upsetting news. So Leonard received five Dean's List points over the course of season one. Uh, he was in third place in season one. Um, oh, okay, good. Vaughn with his tiny nipples was in second place with eight <laughs> points. There was no way he wasn't going to win. Vaughn and the tiny nipples is my favorite like side story of all time. Uh, and <laughs> Dean Pelton destroyed the Dean's list with 21 points to his name. Mike, wow. with your point towards Leonard, it is the first point Leonard has received since season one. He wow. Got, he, he was a wipeout in season two. I yeah. got to say, it is an honor to contribute to yes. Leonard. Yes, the legacy of Leonard. <laughs> Here in season three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm glad you came on to the podcast, Mike. I wouldn't have wanted to wake up in 30 years to find out that we didn't get another <laughs> Dean's List point for Leonard. Uh, this was great, guys. Yeah. I love the show, and yeah. uh, I love talking about the show. So, yeah, yeah. yeah this was fun. Uh, all right, well, let's do the let's do the episode rating uh, to close this. I'm being really lazy right now with my ratings, Jess. It's just easier for my brain. If I wholeheartedly love an episode of this show, I think I'm probably just going to stamp it with like, a, yes, this was tremendous for me. I think this, that's totally acceptable. This was, for me, this was a tremendous episode of the show. Uh, yeah. Of the show, I'll give it four full cools. Uh, I just, I really loved this one. I yeah, thought I it think, was, I thought it was hilarious. I think, it was I think this is you feel about this one how I felt about the last episode, right? Like it yeah. just, it's such a good vibes episode. 
episode. Like I could rewatch that episode like three times in a day and not get bored of it. And yeah. so I had to give last episode a four and you had to give this one a four. For sure. Oh, um, you were a little lower, a three, seven cools yeah. uh, from Jess Sterling on this one, but you love this one. I do it's love this one. I think it's really wonderful. I think it, every character has something very funny going on. I just think like if I compare it to studies in modern movement, the episode before, I think every single storyline is like the same level of amazingness. Yeah. And I think in this one, there's like, subpar uh storylines that you know don't tickle my funny bone as much especially like Shirley doesn't get as much to do so sure. I feel like I had to knock it a little just a, just a teeny bit uh Mike you're a three with the with the point three repeating it's not yeah, by, yeah. though it's not it's not by it's Let's just be clear <laughs> yeah. uh no real reason other than the fact that uh it's annoying and it's yeah. fun mm-hmm. but uh I, I I also I love this episode and uh Jess I I I hear what you're saying about the opposite storylines I just think like to me it's like they they did a full Dean episode this is a full yeah. Dean episode mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. it, you run through your ba- your brain like the execution of that and like what that's going to look like and it was like perfect like this, yeah. it was like uh, you know, uh, I, I feel like, I don't know. I'm try- like, I would think of like how I would do this differently to fit in other storylines. And it's just like, to me, uh, uh, I, I, it's hard to imagine yeah. it going yeah. a different way. And everyone's kind give. of, play- yeah. right. And, and it, and again, I know I keep saying this, but it sort of makes Dean Pelton feel like, um, a real part of this group now and like showing his, vulnerability and why he's here and all that so yeah yeah i I think i you know there've definitely been a bunch of episodes where i've i've really loved the dean and i've given him like big props in the in the beans because he just shows up and he just like spices a scene up so much but this was like dean can carry an episode this Mm -hmm. was really really helpful for me to know because one of the questions i've had since he was ineligible for meow meow beans for two seasons my take has been that he's not going to catch chang that Chang has been a series regular from the jump. And even if he's been getting minimal points across the way, just numerically with the time on the clock, I don't think Dean can catch Chang. This was an episode that uh, for me is like challenged that position a little bit. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's very good. Very, very, very good. Uh, very good. good. Uh, audience gave it a three, seven, two. It's a three, six, eight is the score for this episode. Third best episode of season 3.33333 so far, Jess. Yeah, I think this tracks. I think this makes sense. Uh, I like to see this episode here. I think there are other episodes that are better than it that we'll get to later in the season. But I do think this is a very solid episode and a really, I do think this episode kind of for me um, is a really good episode to like, if someone's wondering what season three of Community is like, this is a really good episode to show like what it is. Because it's just as zany and wacky as season two was. Um, It's just a little bit different. And like, uh, we finally are getting the Dean stuff that I think people have probably been craving since season one, right? You get those tiny moments of Jim Rash and you're like, give this guy more to do. He's so talented. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I I love this episode. I think it's great. Super fun. Super fun. Um, Mike Heller, this was a delight. What a what a, what a, tre- what a tremendous joy to to have your uh, second uh, Scatconian uh, outside of me to appear on post show recaps. I'm Ben's sorry, Ben's I was not the first. Oh, of course, Ben's yeah, I get you. Your your buddy, uh, I get uh, it. Cousin Ben on the Succession podcasts. Once upon a time, uh, he hasn't <laughs> been on in a long time though. I don't know when we'll get our next cousin Ben sighting. But uh, Heller, man, this was great. This was tremendous. Yeah, this was fun. We got back in touch a few weeks ago after like a really long layoff between the uh-huh. last time 
time we talked. And it's always really fun. When, like, it's sad that life takes you in that direction, right? The flow of time and, like, whatnot. Um, but yep. it's so great when it's like, yeah, we're just like we're sitting on the picnic table outside of 1516. Like, it's just like, no yeah, time. no time has passed. Yeah, it's great. It's all the same. Yeah. Uh, well, not all of it, unfortunately. It's all the same. Okay. <laughs> Look at me. Okay. Look at me. <laughs> Make it the same, Josh. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Mike, where can people find you? What do you got going on? Uh, give some shouts. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm uh, I'm on the Twits and the Instagram, mostly Instagram at this point, at Mike's Mouth. Um, and um, I am working on a show right now that I don't think has been announced, so I don't think I can talk about it yet. Yep. Um, but, uh, I had previously for the last year and a half been writing for the WWE Friday night Smackdown. So, yeah. uh, just a shout out to that writing team, which is incredible. Um, everybody go check that out Friday yep. today. Uh, yeah. And just, man. I'm just, I'm here in Stanford, Connecticut. If you guys want to come by and knock on my door. <laughs> my address is. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. <laughs> if you want a free Chang Gang t-shirt, oh I've just been God. printing them in my basement. Yeah, yeah, why not? If you guys want some masked tugs. <laughs> <laughs> the only kind. Yeah. Uh, incredible. Um, Jess, where can people find you? What do you got going on on PSR? And what kind of shit have the 90s taught you recently? Yes. So recently um, we finished up coverage of the time travelers wife season one question mark. No word on season two yet. I can't imagine like they're a, done yet. Did it seem like an ending? It seemed like if it had to be an ending, it, it could be an ending. an ending. However, there is still so much material they can cover from the book. So um, they did leave things like they left it open to like, we want to do a season two. There's yeah, very much okay. that vibe of like, we want more. Sure. Um, so we'll see what happens. I don't know how the ratings, I don't know any of that stuff. So we'll have to yep. see what happens with that. Um, and then of course, as always, Sarah and I are covering Dawson's Creek and Boy Meets World over on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. Um, we are like in some really funny Dawson's Creek territory right now. Oh, didn't Joey and Pacey just do it? Didn't they you did it. it. Okay, they, they finally did it. Sarah has been waiting like a year and a half for them to finally do it. And she she's elated yeah. that Joey had sex before Dawson. So she's on like a whole other level of excitement. She didn't well, know. Well, they don't want to wait for no. their lives to be over. No. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They don't want to wake up in 30 years. Uh... <laughs> yeah. And then uh, and then Boy Meets World, of course, we're uh, we're covering the college years now and like i never realized uh, back when i first watched the show how much that they should have just made eric rachel and jack a thruple like mm. they should have just they should have just Gone been progressive and been like yeah. let's do it yeah um ABC but yeah wasn't going there no definitely not no uh way. so you can hear all that at shit 90s pod on twitter and instagram and shit 90s pod.com uh we're having tons of fun we're gonna have some bonus content coming up fairly soon uh actually something i can announce so we're gonna have uh, someone familiar on the PSR streets if you play Dungeons and Dragons. Ooh. Our friend Stuart is going to come on and talk Harriet the Spy, which oh. so jazzed about. That's Love fun. that movie. I used to carry around one of those books, the composition notebook. Is that what it's called? Like, the and, like marble pretend notebook? to like spy on people because I was uh -huh. like, I want to be Harriet the Spy. I'm like, my mom is cooking spaghetti. Like, no one cares. <laughs> um, but yeah. Spaghetti, though. What about spaghetti? How was it, the spaghetti? Uh, it's like fine. I feel like, I don't oh, know. Wow. I'm not a big just, spaghetti Are you fan. like calling, are you bashing your mom's spaghetti on the podcast? I mean, she's not going to listen to this. would be so, so angry. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of upset people. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah. that's great. Harriet the Spy coming to shit 90s shows in a little while. So much happening on post show. Too much to, to name. Just subscribe to the main feed. Give a rating, a review. 
but make sure you're subscribed. You won't miss a single thing. You will especially not miss a single thing. If you are a patron of Post Show Recaps, you sign up, patreon.com slash postshowrecaps. Uh, and we've got tons of uh, exclusive podcasts for you, early access pods, including the Community Building Podcast, if that is of interest to you. Next week, uh, I see we have foosball and nocturnal vigilantism, uh, a classic combination. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's a good one. Seen one. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, it is. Uh, our guest has said this is her favorite episode of incredible. television, I think, like ever. Wow. So we had to have her on. Wow. Sarah Carradine is going to come Amazing. on and talk. talk I can't this wait. One, this one is an all-timer, Josh. I think you're, you're going to love it. I okay. think you're going to love it. Oh it's a God. it's a really fun it's a different it's a different one has a okay. vibe good vibes yeah. uh, all right we'll check that out next week community building returns uh, Mike thank you so much you totally thank you guys it. you you killed it <laughs> unbelievably great times uh, just fantastic yeah um, thank you guys so much for having me on I loved it this was yeah. so fun yeah Jesse you were good too you did great. oh thanks yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yep uh, all right well this is the part where I tell you that the podcast is over Corey B take us away. <laughs> This is a show in season three. If you didn't know, we included the Dean, Wiggler, and Jazz. Here till it ends. Meet up to pass or fail, dream tale with all of our friends. The brightest timelines here to shine the way. Community building is here. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.